0: What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Excellent. Good morning, evening, or afternoon. You listen to Holiday. The name of this podcast is Freestyle Friday. If you came here to hear discussions, you need to click on the orange one, <laughs> not the green one. Freestyle anyway, Friday. I have two very special people with me today oh, Amy and Joe. Nine Ninestead.
1: Nine well <laughs> It's like the that's like the um the quintessential notification that you've got a, s- a robocaller when they do that pause right be- before they say your name and you just like click. <laughs> uh,
0: they're like, Can but I speak to Joe
1: Instead,
0: And you go like click. So it's uh Ninstead Okay, see, so yeah, I meant to get that right. I got it right like yesterday, in my head. <laughs> so, uh, on Freestyle Friday, we like to talk about on um, the hip hop community, um, basically self starting community, and what I seen here. These are two friends, two two friends of mine, and these friends are like self starter entrepreneur types. Uh, they've been together for how many years?
2: Just celebrated twenty.
0: 20 of them, 20 of them, you know, 20 years ago what I was doing, breastfeeding, so <laughs> <laughs> so, so I wanted to bring them here today, Um Star- the statute of limitations <laughs> on that claim right there,
1: <laughs>
0: uh, but I did want to bring them here today, and I have a conversation about um their relationship as self-starting individuals, and a self-starting couple, and to their 20th year, so let's start, let's start from the beginning.
1: Describe to me the first day, y'all, man. All met alright Well, this is, uh, I'll start, um, just because I met her, I was in a band and we were on tour and Look this at you is, touring. what's that? I said, Look at you touring. Oh yeah. It was, it was special cause you know, nobody had a cell phone back then. This is the nineties. Um, <laughs> the show we were playing was in uh, Greenville, South Carolina. Spartanburg, Spartanburg sorry. Spartanburg? Spartanburg. Look at you getting there. Ah, they moved that club around. Look, I, I didn't hold the map. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the show we were playing was actually canceled, and we didn't even know. Mm. We showed up, and the headlining band that we were playing with, which was a band called Fear, they had canceled at the last minute, oh wow! And they had no way of telling us, and we were traveling, so we showed up and we were like, "All right, we're here." And they're like, "Yeah, there's no show. I mean, you could play to the locals if you want to." Mm. Uh, so it's basically what we did. We played to the, in this huge, you know, rock and roll club, right. To probably a dozen people sitting at the bar. Well, um, that
0: probably felt good, anyway. Uh, yeah, it you was. It was play. definitely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was an uplifting moment, but um, after the show. I saw Amy walking, in, she walked into the club and she walked across the dance floor area with her friend mm-hmm. and I looked at uh, one of the guys in my band and I was like, um, I'm going to go talk to that girl. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I went and approached her and, and I had the worst pickup line
0: ever. How many toes you got? Oh, That, that would have <laughs>
1: probably been less uncomfortable than than saying, you know who you look like? Oh wow! Yeah, that's oh, never a stuff. good. That's yeah. wait.
2: Let's see who Holiday thinks I look like. Well, in in 1923. In 1999. So yeah, 20 years ago. Oh,
0: oh yeah, that was 20 years ago. 1999. You, Amy, would look like, Kathy Lee.
1: Oh my Gifford. Kathy Lee. I oh my goodness. I, I know I set I you up have... for failure on this. Yeah, right? Hold know. on. Let me let me pull up a picture for for him. I just changed my profile picture right before we came here. <laughs> I had it set from our our wedding photo, which was actually a Polaroid. Um, That's cool. Uh, anyway, I actually have a picture of her dressed like this person. It was Gillian Anderson who plays Scully on the X Files, and it's the you know it was the late nineties. I can see that.
0: I can see that. And see that. um, and Cause so my next one was gonna say Dirty Diana. <laughs>
2: All right. All
1: right. <laughs> so anyway, and she had no idea who that was. She's like, who? Um, she'd never seen the X-Files before. She's just, it wasn't on her radar. So
2: what I,
0: did you look at back then? Me? Were uh, you like a TGIF type person?
2: Oh, yes. You will
0: record TGIF and look at it Saturday the I morning? I some TGIF. As you recover from your hangover?
2: Yes. Oh, <laughs> dude, I was 19. So there weren't a lot of hangovers uh back then but yeah no I didn't watch I'm I'm still don't watch X-Files or Okay. Yeah, she You know, sci-fi stuff is not really my thing. Does that
0: Is that a good part of your relationship that you guys do y'all have like as far as um entertainment do y'all have a lot of that in common? I know.
1: Uh, we have extreme opposites and then we have things that overlap and it's it's you know, she's very good about entertaining the things that I want to do, but mm-hmm. she picks and chooses. You know, she's not gonna go stand at a, a concert every time I want to go to one. Okay, um, she's not gonna do the. Bad she, every once in a while she will, but okay. f- for the most part, she knows she's just gonna be miserable, and I know that I'm not gonna <laughs> enjoy myself if I know she's miserable. So,
0: me and my wife had not got to that part yet. We just know we don't like anything other than me. We both like me. Uh, we don't like anything <laughs> else, like.
1: Yeah, and then she. I mean, TV shows. She has shows that she likes that I. Honestly, I, I just I can't even be in the same room as, and I have the same you know kind of tastes of things that she. I mean, I was watching that what was it Love, Death, and Robots that show that's on. Never heard of it. It's like a new Netflix. It's all short, m- short stories. It's like ten minute long episodes. They're really weird, and it, she just freaked out the other day looking at. It. She's like, "What the hell are you watching?" And I'm mm. like, "Can we I curse
2: on this podcast?" Say anything you want. Okay. Anyway, back to the story, Joe. All right. <laughs> now here we go. We're going to get it
1: peppered up. We're going to get some coloring going on in here.
0: So did you, uh, is that kind of like the Twilight Zone?
1: It's kind of like, it It. It's feel it has a black mirror type of, room okay, 104 okay. type of, like that really weird. But it's very short format and it's, it's extremely effective, but it's animated or it's digital animation or it's live action, but it's really out there. Okay. You know, one of the episodes I watched last night was a couple that have a whole civilization that exists in a freezer. They open up the freezer, and it's like they're looking at like this miniature civilization that goes through the whole timeline of humanity throughout the course of the day. it's, uh, It's odd. It's out there. But, you know, that's the kind of stuff I enjoy. Okay. And she likes to watch housewives yelling at each other.
0: Oh, you do.
2: I mean, I like... Who's your
1: favorite housewives?
2: Um... Probably Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, okay. Yes. I like right. them.
0: I've never seen a housewife show. Oh, you know what? I did. I did see... No, no. I saw Flavor of Love. That's about the last oh, time I saw Oh, the girl
2: it. pooped on the floor? Did you see that part?
0: Yeah, I saw that before, too. That's yeah. gross. So, ew.
2: I like reality <laughs> shows, though, because I think, you know... Oh, it started with Real World in on MTV, like in the '90s, right? Which was kind of like the original. I think they're revamping it. Well, I'm too old for that now. I've I've tried. It doesn't. Oh,
1: you like that oh. boat show, which is the same. It's Real World on a boat. Yeah.
2: I like the Below Deck, which is like follows like people who work on yachts, like and then you know when they have their guests on the yacht <laughs> and how they react to these ultra rich. Yeah people and they're in like the highest level service industry right. you know because what I do is I try to provide a high level of service it's very interesting to me and with what I do too so right,
0: I, I, w- I would like to see one show of that just to see how they act.
1: just one I don't think I'll make it to two but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so when we met um, it was more or, or less uh, we had a conversation we hung out together that night mm-hmm. um, we didn't like nothing happened and
0: So you ain't even get to touch the fingers.
1: I I mean, she, what happened? Well, what had happened was, she had driven me back that night.
0: Oh, you was from the floor.
1: No, no, but uh <laughs> the band went to go stay wherever they were staying. I think I don't know if they were staying at someone's house or at a hotel. Wherever they were staying, and I had stayed behind, you know, hoping I might hook up with. Amy over here. Right, right. Um, but we just sat talking and then she drove she dropped me off where sure. the rest of the band was staying that night and uh I didn't have a phone mm-hmm. so I couldn't like give her my number. Your digits? No. All I had was a shared band email address. Mm. So that's the only thing I could give her. I was like, uh, here's our band email address that real smooth. Like I'm Yeah, yeah she's picking a winner here. Uh, so, uh, I didn't hear back from her uh, after that we finished off our tour and, and, and,
2: uh, well, he wrote it on my waitressing pad. Mm-hmm. I was waitressing that summer okay. and he wrote it on my waitressing pad. And that following week I quit waitressing cause it was horrible mm. it was Applebee's, no offense Applebee's, but I took my waitressing pad and threw it out. So mm, like okay. back, but back then I had like a photographic memory. See what ha- happened when you get old is you lose your, f- your memory. So yeah, like nowadays that,
0: that, that happens bad,
2: fast. Um, nowadays I wouldn't remember anything, but somehow back then I could remember. a lot. But why
1: stuff. did, but why this is, this all comes around. Why did you remember to even so contact me? It was me?
2: probably October, Um and oh, you had given up all hope
0: by then, right? Oh, uh, yeah. July,
2: I think we met in July, (laughs) and then uh, or maybe moved on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, quite several times he had moved on, but um, he was in a band. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) So let's. How many days in between? Anyway, um, oh the the premiere of the X Files was coming on, and I saw it on my TV like a commercial for like oh the premiere of the X Files, and I was like. Oh, I wonder whatever happened to that guy. Like that summer we were at that bar under age every single night, mm-hmm. me and my friend, because we knew the owner and he would let us have a drink or two. And,
1: right.
2: you know, we just, it was fun. What's so
1: of limitations on that.
2: I don't know, but okay. we, we <laughs> met people like every single night, you know? And right. and I just thought, Oh, I, I liked that guy. He was nice. And so I sent an email to the email that I remembered mm-hmm. somehow and like immediately got a response. Big long
0: stick at aol <laughs> <laughs> You
2: know it's Something the worst. Like it that. wasn't even like it, it wasn't. even. You don't even, even know the band name. You oh. haven't even asked oh, the band gosh. name yet. I didn't
0: ask yet. No. What is, what was your band name? Don't tell them I was <laughs> Big <close>.
2: long stick.
0: <laughs> Big long sticks.
1: No, it's it's so embarrassing. It's it was the worst name, but whatever. It it worked for the time. It was a latex generation. Exactly, that look you're giving to me is the proper <laughs> response. <laughs> yeah.
0: Latest, okay, that's what was up, though. Yeah,
1: and it, it, it well, you was, knew he was safe. You know, <laughs> well, it was, a, it was a play on words because we were like the tail end of the X generation, yeah, right. Generation X. Yeah. I, and I then feel it, you. you know, I feel
0: you on that. I but, feel you on
1: that. Uh, but it's it just we, everyone thought we were some weird sex fetish band, mm-hmm. and we couldn't be further from that.
0: And y'all was ended up playing Bonnie songs. What, uh, no,
1: we were, we were pretty, uh, pretty typical nineties punk rock kind of music. Dang, and da then, dang, uh, da, dang, dang. yeah. Yeah. Lots of, lots of Palm Mutant and, and, uh, you know, skip beats and things like that.
0: All right. So we're going to move to the next question. That was good. Uh, that was long. Yeah. Uh,
1: there goes, there goes your whole podcast. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: well. uh, so next week, we'll come back and ask them question number two. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, um, the best time you guys had together during your dating phase. I'll let Amy answer
2: that. Well, We never actually went on a date. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> never went on a date. We no. Never went on one date. We met that first night at the bar. And then when I emailed him, he emailed me back and said, hey, I'm, I'm happy to hear from you. And guess what? Like, we're going to be there in like a week or two weeks or something because... We're kind of driving through, and we're going to be recording in Columbia. I was going to Clemson at the time. Okay. And at the time, I actually lived off campus in a house by myself. So, I was like, well, you guys should come, and you can stay with me overnight at -hmm. at my house. So, (laughs) they did. Um, So, that was the second time we saw each other. And then they left, and then he went on tour in Australia for six weeks. Okay. And... We knew that we liked each other. Mm -hmm. Um, We knew that we weren't dating or together. Mm -hmm. Um, He lived in New York. I was in college at Clemson. He was going on tour in Australia. And, oh, sorry. Um, When (laughs) we, when he left, it was kind of like, okay, well, you know, I like you. I hope you have a great time in Australia. Do your thing. I'll do my thing. Whatever. Right. When he came back. Uh, This was in February. He was kind of like, hey, listen, um, I've really been kind of thinking about things and, you know, I was really thinking about you a lot when I was, he called me one time when he was in Australia because, you know, it's long distance, not the age of cell phones. Right. right? Um, And he was like, "I, I don't, I wonder if you would, I bet you wouldn't marry a guy like me. And I said, oh, I bet I would still
0: had no game, huh? But you wanted to get. Well, hold out on, of that hold on a pro- second.
2: That was my proposal on the phone. Uh, no, but I, I said no. I I bet I would, and he he was like, "Well, do you want to?" And I was like, "All right." And my <laughs> spring break from college was coming up in March. Uh huh. So we were like, um, "Why don't I come up to New York for spring break and we'll get married?" Okay. Um, we. At that point, like, we hadn't said we loved each other. We, I don't think we did love each other. I mean, we knew that, I for myself, I knew something was different. Was, but, I mean, at 19 years old, at that time I was 20, like, it's not like you've had 20 serious relationships. Right. You know, but I did know that something was different. I just thought, like, this probably won't work because we're long distance, but something's definitely different about this than anything else that I've right. experienced. So, uh, that's what we did. I went to New York on my spring break. We decided Wednesday was my favorite day of the week. And that happened to be St. Patrick's day and, and hump day and hump day. And we, uh, <laughs> coincidentally, <laughs> yes, we, uh, it was snowing heavily in New York that mm-hmm. week. So we got married in the snow. We eloped and a uh, judge. Wentz married us. He was the guy that married all the people on Ricky Lake. And oh, that's what's up. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> and he also married Chrissy Hind from the from the Pretenders, right?
1: Yeah, and I think like a guy from Duran Duran or something like that. So
2: oh. he had like a chapel in his garage. Oh, it wow. was all red velvet. So hmm. we went to his garage in Freeport, New York, and we have one Polaroid of our of our wedding. And um, two of his friends were our witnesses. They. Tried to talk us out of it the whole way on the drive there. Um, <laughs> Those are some good friends, though. They Don't are. Don't be doing this, man. Don't do it. Yeah, they just okay. were like, really? Do you need to get married? You know, like, it doesn't really make sense. Um, oh, he's showing the Polaroid.
0: Oh, you both look like
2: y'all. should be. Look at the little man. Manchu. Who you? <laughs> <laughs> you can tell
1: it's the 90s by the silly facial hair. <laughs>
2: And so we got married, and then I went home and told my parents, and that went over. Yeah, I want to hear this well. reaction. Uh, my dad almost killed me. Actually, he okay. he happened to be in Philadelphia while I was in New York, and my flight went from New York to Philadelphia, and then from Philadelphia to Greenville. Ooh. So we met in the Philadelphia airport, and um, he my he was remarried to this lovely woman for about two minutes, and she was with him. And I told her first, and she told him on the mm. flight. So when we got off the flight, he was driving me home, and I literally thought, "We're gonna die." He's like, th- "He's killing me now." Like he he mm-hmm. drove like it was bad. Anyway, he eventually got over it. My what? mother eventually got over it. Um, my dad actually loves him probably more than he loves my two other brothers. Oh. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> um, he does. <laughs> he loves Joe, but you know, twenty years in, at this point, if you don't love him, like. Oh, well, oh, well, yeah, sorry I, for I, you.
1: I, that woman that he was. He hadn't married her yet. And the first time I met her dad was at his wedding to this woman. Yeah, a few months later. Okay. And
2: and then I was pregnant by the time we came down for his wedding. But nobody knew that either. So I wow. kept a lot of little secrets. Yeah. But um, I came down, finished my semester at Clemson and then moved to New York. Oh, which was kind was, of crazy. Yeah.
0: Did you like New York? No. Okay, cuz I don't know what's the big deal.
2: Yeah, and we lived on Long Island so it's not as crazy um as, you know, being in the city, but it's still a very different world than what I grew up with and mm-hmm. then of course going to Clemson, you know, to me Clemson was huge because right. I came from a tiny little town in North Carolina, so to go up there People talk differently. They drove like maniacs. You know, <laughs> they thought I was some kind of idiot because I was just a young girl with like a country accent. Right. Um, and I didn't like it, but I did end up, you know, making the best friends there. And, you know, it probably was a good thing because it kind of bonded us that, right. you know, I needed him to kind of uh, integrate me into his world, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so, yeah, about, uh, maybe six weeks after I moved to New York, Mm -hmm. we were pregnant with our daughter, Mackenzie.
0: So it was like Wednesday every day for y'all. Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) And I I still to this day think that her parents, I thought
2: uh, he was going to say, I still to this every day is Wednesday still to this day. I was about to say, damn, Joe.
1: (laughs) No, no, no. I, I, I do think that once my daughter was born. And they all did the math and realized, oh, they didn't get married because she was pregnant. Mm. They're like, oh, oh, I guess they just they got married and then had a kid. Like, who does that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that really helped uh, my case with being uh, approved of by her parents. Okay.
0: <laughs> OK. All right. So you answered two questions. with one, you told me about the best time. And the worst time, which when your dad almost ran you off the road. I could see him doing that, too.
2: Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you've met my dad, you probably are not that surprised <laughs> he, about that. He, he'll there. almost
1: run you off the road when he's happy.
0: He's a very passionate
2: guy. Oh, yes. Very much. <laughs>
0: All right. So, Amy, when did you realize Joe was the one?
2: Um, I think I did realize it before he asked me if I would marry him. You know, it's a weird situation, right. so most people definitely do realize it before they get proposed to, but um, I def- I just realized, I just recognized that something was different, but when, after I moved to New York and I was pregnant with Mackenzie, there mm-hmm. was about a, the first trimester, so for three months, I didn't want anything to do with him. I was pissed. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm supposed to be in school, which now I had to put on pause. Mm-hmm. I'm pregnant because we were idiots. I'm 20. I'm away from my mother. Wait, you
0: weren't practicing the latex part of your back? <laughs>
2: Oh, uh, listen, to <laughs> this. we were married. <laughs> well, I mean, not, I mean literally, literally,
1: like. I don't even know because I'm not one to take chances and I don't even know why we took a chance. Y'all took a lot of chances because y'all got married and
0: didn't. Really but, know. it, you know, I've, yeah, I've right. never
1: I, I've never been. Uh, I've never been careless like that. Yeah. In other words, I, I've i never had a scare with a- any of like right. girlfriends and stuff like that, uh, I've always been careful,
0: but Amy just brings the wild side out of it, I
1: mean <laughs> more than once, we got Easy, two kids Easy. Y'all got two of them.
2: <laughs> yeah, two of them. <laughs> That's right, but uh, yeah, so I mean, I think after so that for that first trimester it was bad mm-hmm. when I hit the second trimester, literally, I just woke up one day and I was like, "Oh, it's a nice day out today, mm. like hormones but- are crazy, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally, the sky was blue and I was looking at the sky. I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty today. And then uh, I started talking to him again because I hadn't spoken to him for about, or not at any length anyway, for probably two and a half months. But um, that was a really good time, you know, once I felt better physically up until Mackenzie was born, mm-hmm. that was our honeymoon period. That's all we had before right. we had Mackenzie. Um and it was really nice. We would oh, yeah. go to movies, and I mean, we were at a movie like constantly. Mm-hmm. It was it was great. It was really a good time. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. It was it was pretty good. What about you, Joe?
1: Oh, sh- uh, she I do how that much. Well, no, I mean that's I I was attracted to her instantly, but the the uh, the plane ride home from Australia really uh you know there was no in-flight entertainment like there is now Mm -hmm. you know um lots of time to think and uh while i was in australia um this can be construed as weird but i'll tell it anyway uh i met this girl that i was hanging out with for a while there Mm -hmm. um and i knew she wasn't the one that you know i'm saying like you know right You might like someone you might enjoy their company but you know you're like well this could never really work out and i was very upfront about it like not from an emotional standpoint but but like hey you live in australia i live in new york this Mm -hmm. is not going to work out and it bummed me out to have that kind of experience and like and to really think like this is not oh i don't want to live like this i don't want to like be traveling around and meeting people and then and Amy was an example of that as well. Like, oh, here's this girl who lives in South Carolina. This isn't going to work out. I, I live in New York. She lives in South Carolina. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was just so, like, what happens when you meet somebody that you really like, right? and it's a difficult scenario? Like, I didn't have the means to to pursue any of that. Um, the world was a lot different. right? So... On the plane ride home, I just kept thinking about her specifically, though, uh-huh. even though I just came, uh, you know, from this awesome tour in Australia. And, mm-hmm. and it was it, it was probably one of the greatest like things I ever did musically, it, like mm-hmm. just it was so much fun. But the whole time I'm like thinking, I really like that girl. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's why when I got back, I kind of just I threw that question out there kind of just to see how serious she, she was. was crazy. Well, like, could I should I try and pursue a relationship? Okay. Because we were at the point before I even left, we were emailing back and forth pretty regularly, and mm-hmm. we were talking on the phone while I was in the states. So for all the regularly.
0: kids I, I do want to let y'all know that emailing is kind of like <laughs> the same thing you do on your phone that you call text, but back uh-huh. in the nineties. It was done a lot slower and it was like email. Oh, and it was
1: so ridiculous because it was a banned email. I didn't even own a computer. You oh.
0: still only had your banned email then? Right. Like I didn't you have, have a computer. You didn't even They would your print
1: price. out the emails and hand them to me.
0: I need Bit to give
2: this. stick at AOL.com. I need to give this. There one
1: was one. no AOL.com <laughs> for emails back then. You had to pay for that. No. Oh. In I need the to get this
2: tiny piece of foreshadowing. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I had to explain to him how to download like AOL Instant Messenger oh, wow. which we'll come back around full circle later on but <laughs> I I had to show him over the phone like how to download because well, it, on it his wasn't
1: computer. my computer it was my like okay, it was okay. my roommate's right. mom's computer and I was like I got to do what now? I didn't know I didn't even know how to use a computer. Oh wow. Like I it was Yep. <laughs> yeah. I I, w- I didn't own a computer of my own.
0: So you didn't grow up like in school with computers
1: in high school we had the first email i ever sent was in high school and i sent it to the guy who played drums in my band Mm -hmm. who did own a computer um and same situation my my teacher would print out the responses and hand them to me like a printout email like but i didn't have i grew up with my grandparents they didn't i i had a black and white tv I, i had no cable like i I didn't have any. We kind had that technology. same thing, but we yeah.
0: broke, and that's
1: why. Like, yeah. Uh, well,
0: that, our mortgage was thirty dollars a month. Our rent, I'm sorry, our rent was thirty dollars a month, and we had problems coming over that sometimes. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. Our, our. Look I remember. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, playing, trying to play Legend of Zelda on a black and white TV was kind of tough because you couldn't tell what kind of rupee you were getting. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is that a green one or a red one? Who could tell?
0: The, it's a little bit darker than the other one so <laughs> it might
1: be the red one <laughs> so, so yeah That uh, where was i in that story
2: yeah oh it's a lot it's
1: a lot new york you're new a york. lot
2: yeah well uh, so he fell in love I've, with me on the plane ride on, back. on the plane ride, ride back is when i decided himself.
1: to like try and actually be serious right. because i didn't want to deal with any i i uh, this sounds like a saying oh I was fed up but I, I was just I was kind of heartbroken with um, meeting people well, and it wasn't even meeting. girls it was meeting friends me, mm-hmm. meeting people and it was exhausting to like go to a town and you get to know a, a group of people and then you'd leave and like you had to like reestablish yourself all over again the next day mm-hmm. and it was just exhausting mentally and emotionally uh, but when it came to like someone like Amy that I would meet mm-hmm. which not there was no one like Amy but you know what I mean? A, right. a, someone you took an interest in romantically, it, it was it was just heartbreaking because you're like, oh, I really like this person and, and they're gone. Yeah. And you didn't really have the means to to pursue it. So I was like, let me see if I if I felt like I needed to make the means I, I like to make it happen with mm-hmm. her. Does That's that make good. sense?
0: Yes, it does. Okay. It does so to it's me. a
2: weird situation. It that does
0: to me because we sound a lot alike. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, so we are going to take a commercial break, and we'll be right back. Are you in the know? Do you want to know the latest happenings, where to go? In today's world, it's all about encounters, learning, growing, living. It's time to do more than just exist. It's time to have an encounter. Life-changing, mind-blowing, impactful, beneficial encounters. And it's all right here at your fingertips. Encounter The Magazine. Have you had an encounter today? www.encounterthemagazine.com www.facebook.com forward slash encounter me too encounter and we too are back gmail.com. that's encounter um, me the we are speaking to amy and joe i'm gonna and let them say their two last name neinstead neinstead one day i'm gonna get it right
2: just do it like what, what's your maiden name at amy? oh you want to know it mm-hmm.
0: grochowski i'm glad you changed your name I'm I'm glad she married you. Neenstead is a better. I suppose I messed it up. Neenstead is a better name
2: than Grochowski. That's, no, Grochowski's is definitely a better name than Neenstead. Grochowski Polish. on
1: paper is easier to. Did like you
2: say no, Grochowski
1: right? Spell out
0: oh, Grochowski. Yeah. Neinstead. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Oh, that's why. I, okay.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, that's and why it, on Facebook it, it's Amy. I wasn't to
0: gonna say that because she was gonna get a bunch of friend <laughs> requests.
1: <laughs> and to anybody who um is getting married and doesn't like their name, something that nobody tells you about is when you, you can go change to get it
0: to whatever you want. You to. could That's make
1: right. you could change your name when you get married to anything. And if I had known that, I remember standing there like when it when I realized I could change my name, and I still regret it to this day that I didn't because I have no allegiance to my last name. It's not like I have a family tradition that I'm going to uphold. Like, I don't know where that, you know what I'm saying? The people that gave me that name, it's not really connected to me. So I'm like, oh, I could change my name to whatever I want. And, Mm -hmm. you know, luckily I didn't make a a rash decision because I probably would have ended up with something as awful as our band name. But... (laughs) I mean, I wish I had the time to really think it through because I probably would have maybe taken my grandparents' name since they raised me or something right. like that. Um, but, you know, I wish I had known that. Nobody ever tells you, like, no. oh, when you get married, you can choose a whole new name. You could start from, you could, st- you know, clear the slate and start fresh. Yeah,
0: because I, I almost changed my name back because I'm an Adams now and my family is Carter. Right. So I would have changed it back to Carter. But I was scared. <laughs> I was like, my my mama already. Whew. <laughs> so for the listeners, we'll start with Joe. Um, describe to me us your career.
1: I have. I wear a couple of hats, but the main kind of. Today he's wearing hat. a Nike hat. Yeah. <laughs> I got some. I got some crap for that today too, by somebody who told me that they were boycotting Nike, and I was like, well, that's on you. <laughs> That's, And then she didn't understand The history of like What the kneeling was And I said do you know who Jesse Owens is She's like no I'm like google Jesse Owens yeah. And try to start from the beginning Wait
2: a minute did you ask him his opinion about kneeling I'm confused No it did Oh, okay. I was talking about how. Somebody asked you hacks. how hacks. what you do for a living. <laughs> all right, so oh, let's go I, back. What I, do you do for a living? I do? go off
1: on tangents. <laughs>
2: yeah, as a full time <laughs> job.
1: <laughs> um, so sorry. All right, my main gig is I work in IT, and I, which is hysterical because when I met Amy, I didn't even know how to install. You work an in IT. I have an IT company, a, a managed service Wait, provider. Did you
2: not know that for real? Why did no, I not know that? Because
1: I don't <laughs> advertise it. 'Cause when I'm at a social event I I talk about my other hat because nobody asks me to fix their phone if I say I'm a photographer. They might ask me to take their picture and that's about it. Okay. <laughs> but the IT company is kind of what pays my bills. Um and I have employees and and we you know You got employees? Oh
0: yeah.
2: He's like a full grown man. Why I know that? Oh yeah. yeah.
1: And then and then uh but the the whole thing is is when uh, we got pregnant.
0: And you got pun- pregnant too.
1: Well, I had something to do with it. Why didn't I know that? <laughs> <laughs> so when that happened, uh, the band, you know, punk rock, was not gonna, right. Not gonna raise a child. I uh, we weren't that good. So um, I went back to school. And and at the time, I, I kind of weighed my options, and I said, "What kind of career in the you know late '90s could I go into where I don't have to wear a suit and tie, right, right. and I could still, you know, make a decent living?" And and it was was hot at the time, so mm-hmm. I went back to school, and and I was working a full time day job for um, an electrician as an assistant, and then I was going to night school full time. So for what two years, two plus years. Um,
0: you just running yourself in the ground.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't see, and I was going to school in the summer. I, I mean, I, I was trying to get it done as quick as possible because right, we had a right. baby. And uh, yeah, so I didn't see my wife or kid a- until like they might have come pick me up once in a while, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of times a week, maybe from, you know, Manhattan mm-hmm. late at night. Um, you was in
0: the dorms. I Yeah, and
1: I'd see okay, maybe okay. on the weekends, but.
2: He wasn't in the dorms. No, the dorms. Oh. No, no, would, no, no, no. He would uh, commute back and forth. We were probably uh 30, 40-minute commute from um, Manhattan. So you house. basically
0: were seeing them, but yeah.
1: no, no real time. I woke up before they did, and I went okay. to sleep after they did, for the most part. Oh, man. And then, Such it, a and then when I started working, it was like crazy late hours all the time anyway. It was mm-hmm. tough at first. It was tough. Um. But, yeah, that, that's that's how I started that career.
0: Okay, so it I it it consultant is uh-huh. that that's more it, IT yeah, consultant? and then when I
1: moved to when we moved to Charleston, um, we had we we made a little money off the house that we had in New York, and so they said
0: a little money, but they sold it in New York. So yeah,
1: we sold it in New York, in York at South the Carolina. height of the boom yeah. Yeah. Not before not the it crashed, height, but right before the height, we Whatever. bought
2: we bought it from family and sold it. So we had, we had the luxury of a few months to figure our lives out when we got yeah, here. Yeah.
1: We moved without having okay. jobs, which cool. was not, it's not, not advice I'd give to anyone.
0: but yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So, uh, I kind of sat around looking for work down here and there was nothing. I was I kind of started freaking out and then mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, and I found myself just, let me try and do my own thing. Let me start my own business. Excuse okay. me, start my own business. So um I was I didn't know how to market anything. I didn't know how to do anything. Her cousin was a lawyer, so she helped me get started as mm-hmm. far as like establishing an LLC and um you know, making sure that the business was legitimate, but like to get customers, I didn't know what to do. And so okay. I was I was pounding the pavement. I was putting flyers in people's mailboxes. I was offering my services to anyone who, who would listen. And I, you know, back then this is early two thousands now, right?
0: Uh, two thousand five before the boom. I
1: started 2005 is when I started my business. And, um, back then the yellow pages were still relevant. Right. So I took this unbelievably expensive, uh, Ad out in the yellow pages. Mm-hmm. They were such a racket back in the day, mm-hmm. but it was like night and day. That thing got published, and I, the phone started ringing. That's what's up. Yeah, that you, there's not much else like that that happens these days. Um, that ha, that was that effective, and that kind of only lasted for a couple of years. But by that time, I had enough business to keep it going. Yeah, but I, I mean, there was a lot of things I was doing at that time. I, I was taking work from you know all different places. I was doing warranty work for. Dell and HP and Toshiba Mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff and they would send me to crazy you know places and weird times and and, uh, you know it it took a long time to get to where I am now it took a good 10 or so years before I started getting uh, employees and growing it to that point but somewhere along the way uh, I decided to get into photography Mm -hmm. because I had kids and I was no longer playing in a band and I needed a creative outlet. Right. And of course, somehow that turned into a business. So now I have a photography studio. Okay. (laughs) Right, right across the hall from my, uh, it company. (laughs) So my office is actually like my personal office is my photo studio. Okay. And, um, yeah. And I, I do, you know, mainly headshots and and stuff for real estate, which kind of works well with what she does. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and, that's kind of that's him. what I do.
0: He's over here taking Amy Shine. So Amy, yeah. so so you're IT and photo. Yes, photography. What do you do, Amy?
2: I'm a realtor.
0: A realtor. Is it realtor or realtor? It's How do realtor. You, realtor. I always say it wrong.
2: Everybody does. Okay, I, I'm
0: glad I'm not the only one. There's lots of. Is names. it a Southern thing or is just everyone? Everybody. Okay, good. Everybody. Good.
2: Who? There's lots, were... there's lots of memes about you people who say <laughs> realtor, which is 90% probably of the population. Okay. But yeah. how did s- start? Oh gosh. Well, um, you know, I, I was going to school for physical therapy, which thank God I didn't end up doing that because I don't want to be touching people to be honest. And then when I had my daughter, Good um, choice. yeah, I had my daughter, I was able to stay home with her for a little while. I went into, uh, the workforce when she was about eight months old mm-hmm. and I started working for a pyrochemical company, which means we blew stuff up.
0: I was about to say, that sounds like fire and
2: chemicals. Yes. Yeah. We used to supply the um, raw materials for the bunker buster bombs back in after 9-11. Right. Uh, yeah, so our business boomed, um, literally after 9-11. <laughs> oh, um, well, I didn't mean that. <laughs> yeah, but choice it of was, words. Yeah, sorry. But anyway... Um, I, when I got pregnant with my son, Keegan, um, it just didn't make a lot of sense for me to go back to work. I just, you know, to I put, yeah, to daycare's expensive and I just thought I can't do this. So I started an eBay business mm-hmm. where I bought and sold, um, vintage jewelry. That's the- I loved that. I sometimes think about like doing that on the side still cause it was mm-hmm. super fun, but that was like my first foray into like entrepreneurship and doing my own thing and going, Oh my gosh, like I can really sustain what I need to make without being outside of the home. Right. You know, I wasn't the breadwinner. I had never been the breadwinner. So it wasn't a matter of me making all of the money to pay our mortgage. It was just a matter of me making enough to, you know, make those ends meet. Right. Um so I did that for a while and then when we moved down here a lot of my business kind of um became difficult because New York had amazing estate sales where you could get vintage jewelry and South Carolina does not. Nope. So um <laughs> yeah, so I did a few other things. Um I owned a company that kind of was a sidekick company of of Charleston Tech Support Joe's company. Mm-hmm. It was called CompuKids and I used I think to I heard of it. Yeah, I used to take laptops into daycares and teach three, four, and five-year-olds how to work a computer. Yeah,
0: the reason why my kids up here at two years old knowing how to get on Netflix.
2: That's right. And, you know, that was happening. I did that from 2005 all the way up until 2009. Mm. So it was happening at a time where, you know, we started to see the economy shift in a fairly drastic way. Mm -hmm. And we started, what I saw in my business was that the middle-class um demographic did not see the value in my services. Okay. So I could get a lot of kids Mm. signed up for my classes in the poorer daycares where they were getting some government funding and things like that. Right. Or where potentially they didn't have a computer at home. So Mm. parents thought, okay, to pay $8 for this class makes sense for me because my kid's not getting this at home. Right, Um, And it also, I also did well in the high end daycares where you know, the economy might not have been affecting those people quite as much at, at that time. Right. Um, but about when I turned 28, I started feeling like, you know, my kids were a little bit older. It was time for me to get a career, um, mm-hmm. something that I really enjoyed because as much as I liked the kids thing, it was very repetitive for me. It was the same thing year after year, and I didn't love that. Right. right. I love working with the kids, but um, computers aren't my passion at all and i just thought you know it was time for me to get serious about something okay so i kind of had like a quarter life crisis (laughs) and i was like what am i gonna do with my life and i thought about it for a long time and i thought i'll go back to school and i'll be a therapist um but i don't
0: like touching people
2: well not a physical therapist but like a a counselor type okay person like a site yeah kind of um or something along those lines. But you know, there's a lot of schooling involved and I started doing the math and I was like, gosh, I'll be like 33 when I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. I had only had two years of college under my belt. So, um,
0: but it was at Clemson
2: though. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Go Tigers! It. That's right. Um, I just remember one day I was, I had like a three hour drive by myself and I was thinking about what am I going to do and what makes sense for me? What, you know, it, it was really like a deep, like a really deep conversation with myself Mm -hmm. and I thought, you know what, maybe real estate would be good because it's something new every day, you know, um, there's money to be made. Uh, It wasn't really to get, you know, for the money that I got in, but I just thought it could be really interesting. I've always been really interested in architecture as well. So, um, it kind of fit that, at least I thought it did at the time, which 12 years later, it definitely doesn't. (laughs) Sorry, Joe. <laughs> um, and the best part was you can get your real estate license in two weeks. Cool. So in 2000 and the Christmas of 2007, I took all the money I got for Christmas from my parents, which okay. wasn't that much, but, and, pu- and bought a seat in a real estate class. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished that in February of 2008. And if you know anything about February,
0: 2008,
2: That's when it happened. Oof. It it was apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Um, I was
1: not excited about this career choice at the time. As a matter
2: of fact, <laughs> I said to Joe, I think I, I'm thinking about doing real estate. And I started to kind of explain why. And he, the first thing he said was, I don't think you'd be good at that. And mm-hmm. and we were talking about it earlier. And I really feel like, well, part of it, he thinks it was because I failed at this multi-level marketing business right, right before right. that, which is very difficult. Was it quit star? No, it was Arbonne. Have you ever heard Arbonne, of that? Arbonne, no. It's skincare and, you know, it's just, it's difficult. But, I have a lot to <laughs> say about that that I won't. Yeah. Um, but I think it had a lot to do with, we, we the writing was already on the wall. I got into real estate knowing full well what was going on with, with the market and that, you know, the average agent in their first year sells four houses okay. and that's not going to do anything for me. That's a break even mm-hmm. point basically. Right. Um, and I didn't even, in my first year, I didn't even sell four houses. I think I sold two. One was to my brother and one was to my dad. So well, at least you got two. I got two. um, <laughs> and there were times where I just thought this is horrible. This is not for me. I wrote a lot of contracts, but in 2008 there wasn't a lot of money being handed out. People were right. losing their jobs left and right. Um, I dealt with some people that, um, were not I don't want to say scammers but you know not honest which we see every day in this business and right. it 2008 taught me a lot about people um, I think I was very naive and I still think I am because I still try to see the best in people um, and a lot of times especially when it comes to people's money the best is not there to be seen right. you know it's
1: amazing at this long into her career how she's still shocked that people aren't... Um,
2: they don't do what they say they're going to do. Yeah, they're just
1: not on the same level <laughs> so as she say, is. And just like, hey, just yeah, do your what you're word, supposed to do. Your word right. is
2: not your bond. Right. Um, but when we put it in writing, it sure is. So that's yeah. why I always say it's going in writing. But I have really, really loved this career. It is high-paced, high-energy, um, I've been able to be successful doing it, Mm -hmm. um, which I, you know, had done a few things kind of in a mediocre way leading up to it. So I I kind of was at a point at 28 where I thought, okay, I'm not going to ever do anything successful career wise. Um, You know, so I, it's been, it's been a great fit for me. I I think you do well at it. I like it. I I hope so because you're (laughs) one of my clients. So
1: Let me let me tell you the I benefit greatly for a lot of reasons, but mainly because the people that she ends up becoming friends with through this turn out to be really great people. She gets she gets to kind of like get the pick of the litter as far as like (laughs) oh I like these people, let's hang out with them, you know. So it definitely works well. uh,
2: Every client isn't going to be your friend, you know. I strive to give every client the same level of service and and. Uh, you know, some people are just, not everyone is going to be your friend, but I have made some amazing friends in doing this business. Yeah, I
0: was so happy.
2: My wife was like, I think we're going to go with Amy. I was like, yes, I know you were always on my side. You were always <laughs> on my side. Um, and I think Kelly is happy too. Right. She went with me. So that's important. Right.
0: So speaking of Kelly, I think she just pulled up. So we're going to have to take another break real quick. So, guys, we'll be right back. Holla.
1: What's up? It's Heavy D. Every podcast,
0: we want to come to you with topics that you want to hear about. But that's just it. We don't know what you want to hear about unless you let us know. On Facebook, at DistractNet. On Twitter, at Distract underscore net. On our website, www.distractionnetwork.com. Or email us at network at gmail.com. And we are back i'm sorry guys we took so long we had so much fun in the studio uh the conversation with a bit over so you're gonna have to tune in next week to hear joe and amy or we could say amy and joe i'll finish off that story about the challenges and the appreciation And the love and the experience, all that put together, how it made them the people they are today. All right, guys, until next time. Oh, what you do all have to do as well is tune in next week to hear how to follow them. And right now, you can find out how to follow me and everything else we do. DistractionNetwork.com. I'm Holiday4000 on Twitter. Take care, be safe. Holler, I'm focused on that finish line. Developing a strong mind. This is gold. They stop making my kind. Yeah, I lose sleep, but it's alright because I'm on the grind.